In the future of 2020, a virus has taken over the world. It has changed our lives in every possible way. But over the horizon, two drifters appear. And they've come to town to tell you the tales of the worst of it. They call it shit show, Game of Rones. Welcome back to Game of Thrones, episode five, colon, the dream child. My name <laughs> is Rig, and with me, as always, is my co-host, confidant, friend, and financial backer, Gus. <laughs> Welcome. Is, most of that is true. Kind of like our uh, episode about Gurgs. 80% of what you just said is false. <laughs> I'll let the listeners pick what one of those things was correct. The dream child might have sounded weird and out of place. It doesn't have anything to do with your impending baby and everything to do with the fifth installment of the Nightmare on Elm Street franchise. <laughs> Here I go again, on my own, painting myself into a corner Photoshop style. <laughs> well, I mean... You will be Freddy Krueger. <laughs> Speaking of... The dream child. Uh, I feel like uh, the my impending son is just dollar. Sorry, so- sorry, who? M- my son. Who? My son <laughs> <laughs> has uh, has been to this point a delightful example of uh, how to best spend money on a human that doesn't exist yet because. <laughs> I have a bone to pick with obstetricians and I was talking to you about this the other day and my fury towards the entire industry of obstetricians has not faded because here's the go. Firstly, our obstetrician is male, which my first uh, port of call was, what the fuck do you know? <laughs> you may have, where's your vagina? You may have read a book, but where's your womb yeah. is a, a fresh question to ask a doctor that's going to deliver your kid. But also... He seriously cannot give us a window broader than the shittest courier in the world for this delivery. It's like, so here's the go. Uh, The kid could arrive any time between one minute from now and three weeks away. It's like, why are you here? (laughs) Because that's, that's just the same window that I could get from Googling what time does a baby arrive. I love how the other night we caught up and you explained it to me in terms that likened Crackle to a gun. And you were like, yes, my boy is in the chamber getting ready to engage so he can be shot out of Crackle. No no joke. This is how, uh, these are the terms that are used in, uh, in labour. So uh, in order for a child to leave a woman's body, it first needs to drop into the exit position, engage like a rugby union scrum. <laughs> and the obstetrician, I assume, is the referee calling this fucker in. Just with a whistle as Crackle is delivering. Just giving a yellow card to the front rowers being like, Oi, you, cervix. <laughs> Not early. Uh, and then from there, I assume old school style, it's just the gravity of this mass of human... Yeah. That just falls out. Yeah. That's what I know about babies. <laughs> <laughs> <So> <laughs> almost, <laughs> father. 
<laughs> people listening to this thinking like you were at the obstetrician's office, what do you know? <laughs> but dead set. And all this bloke has done is he's very bravely fat-shamed my wife <laughs> twice. Oh. Two consecutive weeks. Oof. He's uh, The first one, uh, he does the ultrasound and also... If you've got an ultrasound machine in your office, I don't give a fuck whether you're an obstetrician or not, that's an expensive piece of equipment. Yeah. You're being overpaid. <laughs> so he's got his own ultrasound machine. He does the does the whole thing and uh, and looks at the kid and he's like, oh, he's got a bit of a tummy on him now, doesn't he? Oh. And, 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 and Katie's like, what? And he's gone, yeah, and you've put on a kilo. Had a big week on the chocolate, did you? Oh, my God. <laughs> and so when this uh, this bloke said it to her, she very calmly was like, what? <laughs> Old mate starts backpedaling. <laughs> and you'd think that he wouldn't go in for round two You're the, kidding. the next week. but Comes she, in with a black eye. <laughs> once, more for cra- once more from Crackle. Crackle enters the uh, doctor's appointment carrying a sack of oranges. <laughs> and in the blue corner, wearing the legging, the black <laughs> leggings. The moo Crackle. <laughs> in the red tights. In the blood splattered lab coat. Oh. Dr. OB. So uh, then the second week, again, rocks up and he's, uh, as, as you do to a weekly appointment. Yep. Um, and she jumps onto the scales, an error message comes up and he goes, ooh, too heavy. Oh, <laughs> like. Mate, you are the bravest bloke ever <laughs> considering that you've never, ever, ever birthed a child. Do you reckon he's got like a pool going in his office of like offensive bingo? Like how many how many women can you piss off in a day? I think if he does have a pool going, it, it is a dead pool because uh, he hates himself <laughs> yeah. if he's rolling out those bangers <laughs> on a daily basis. <laughs> I'm amazed that he's not shot. Oh. Anyway, so uh, so the saga continues and uh, the kid is still in his studio apartment just chilling out. Yeah, he's going to get a real rude awakening when he realised he had free room, board and food. <laughs> As opposed to when he comes out and doesn't and we'll pay have exactly for that. years. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to jump into it. First cab off the rank is Trainwreck Trophy, where uh, we've both gone through the absolute hellscape that is news at the moment and uh, pulled out the best pieces of comedic uh, fuckery that we can find. You're going to start off. Yep. What do you got? So, in possibly one of my favourite stories ever, there is a tale coming out of our very own Griffith, New South Wales. Oh, good. The Italian capital of Australia. Really? Yeah. I thought, that was, I thought that was Leichhardt in Sydney. No, Griffith is loaded with Italians. Really? Yeah, it's this country town and they, they have like 1,500 to 2,000 strong Italian weddings there in the town hall. Wow. We've been flown in there before. Flown? Yes, correct. They're, they're all cashed up. But oh, it's wow. a monster Italian community. Wow, I had no idea. Yeah, I didn't either until we were on a flight and uh, <laughs> rocking up to the biggest uh, football stadium wedding we'd ever played. Cool. Well, I don't know how Italian the people are involved, but what had happened was there was a man who was recently found uh, innocent of wielding a machete and threatening someone. Oh, no. So, seems pretty cut and dry. <laughs> until, oh, until, yuck. Until, That's the worst <laughs> pun ever. Until, what is wrong with you? Until... <laughs> <laughs> until you find out what exactly occurred. 
So a man had gone online and said, I will give anyone this large amount of money, it's five and a half grand, yep. if you pretend to break into my house, wield machetes, tie me up, and then just caress my knob with a broom handle. <laughs> I was When so- I was listening to that, I'm like, I bet this is a sex thing. It sure is. The- which, <laughs> which, look, I mean, we know... We, you we and I know sex we, things. We, we know, you, you and I, do. you and I are in our early thirties. This is normal. <laughs> <laughs> you run out of the hits early, and by the time you get to your early thirties, you're like, you know what? What am I? What do I have now? What do I have left? We're now at the back of the menu. I want all of the listeners to know that I am planning a segment in the background where I get Riggs past lovers to come <laughs> on the show and explain just what a full-blown deviant he is. Because when he says, you know what it's like when you're in your early 30s and you just pay someone to come over and stroke your knob with a broom <laughs> handle, I'm looking at him with the eyes of someone that has no fucking idea <laughs> what he's talking about. Look... Everyone knows that we're at the back of the menu now when you order a sex move called the janitor. <laughs> All I'm so- you and I are ordering off different menus. <laughs> I mean, I've been with the same woman we're for in, 10 We're in years different restaurants. And I miss Tinder. You are scraping words together that sound like the categories behind the paywall of Pornhub. I am scraping the bottom of the barrel. There is no barrel bottom anymore. It's just dirt. <laughs> I, I think barrel bottom is actually another category. <laughs> We definitely, right above the janitor. We don't want that. Anyway, so yeah, old uh, old mate has old, old, requested a sure. series of things. So he's requested what we all call the janitor in oh, my community, gross. my private <laughs> Facebook group. Yes. And what had happened was there was uh, one of the two of the guys had gone over there. They'd done this thing, this deed, and then the guy finishes up, makes him some eggs, gives him some coffee, pays them, and they're on their way. Which no one would ever have heard about this stuff, right? You're into what you're into. Sure. But what had happened was a charge came for two of the guys who did that. Why? Because before they reached this guy's house, they went to the wrong house. Oh. So they rock up, <laughs> machetes like his, in hand, his neighbor's like place. they're trying to hack their way through the shrubs of the Amazon. <laughs> and they've walked in. And this old bloke who's who lived like thirty k's away, he wakes up in the morning. They call out and they're like, you know, just any name. They're just like Dave. And then he, he this guy in the other room is like, bugger off, it's too early. Thinking it's his mate who has come over to like make coffee. And they're just like, uh. And then they're like, I think it's the guy. And then anyway, <laughs> the guy, <laughs> the guy is in the other room as two men enter it. With wielding giant knives, and he's gone. What is happening? And they go, Dave, right? And then he's like, No. And then they're like, Sorry, mate. And then they leave. <laughs> I thought you were going to be like, and, he's go- and, and then they've gone, Cool. Well, while we're here, would you like to be janitored? Because yeah. <laughs> this broom isn't going to touch a knob on its own. <laughs> so then he basically. These, they, the guy calls up the cops. These guys get picked up. Goes through a long trial, and it's just, uh, it's just been wound up the, a couple of days ago, where they found out that look, this was part of a, a role play. It's a case of mistaken identity. Going to drop all charges. <laughs> Tell me, the judge said, "Look, after listening to all of the evidence, it's clear this is a sex thing." And <laughs> 
according to Paul Oscar, uh, we all have done some weird shit in our early 30s. Um, but it just raises the question, which is, what forums slash... Uh, dark parts of the internet. Do you hire two blokes with machetes to come and rub your knob with a broom handle? I because I think that might be a Tinder thing. It feels like <laughs> that's that's where internet dating is at now. Tinder stuff is like, come over and I'm going to try to have sex with you. That doesn't impress you. Let me do some push-ups in front of you. You might think that that's a weird joke to make. No, because it comes from actual truth. <laughs> not Not me. <laughs> <laughs> Not me, but a girl that I saw off Tinder, she was like, that was the dead set, the weirdest date I've ever had. Walked over and he took off his shirt, started to do push-ups. And I'm like, holy shit, how did you not slide right off your chair? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I I think that in order to get into that, so we, we often talk about gateway crimes. As the guys who were the machete wielders, like, when you leave the house in the morning to go and role-play breaking into a bloke's house and you know that you're going to wank him off with a broom at the end of it for money, <laughs> do you sort of and look... And eggs. <laughs> and the eggs are a bonus. Yeah. And do you sort of look at it like uh, you're a removalist and you just go, all right, Larry, what do we got today? Yeah, yeah we've got a janitor, we've got a French biscuit, we've got, <laughs> we've got a, a bottom barrel, <laughs> we've got a backwards Albuquerque we've and then <laughs> finish off the day with a Griffith special. <laughs> All right. How are we going to pack all of that in? I oh, don't know. Jeez, we've gotten an we've gotten an Estonian belt sander on one of these. <laughs> Haven't done one. <laughs> Couldn't tell you the last time we did one of those. <laughs> Fucking hell, that is good. Oh, okay, well, what have uh, you got for us, mate? Speaking speaking of uh, weird things happening in Little Italy, uh, here's a story from actual Italy. <laughs> the headline is: we'll be So big Italy? <laughs> I guess this is big Italy. The headline is: We'll be back. Italy prison escapees promise to return in 15 days. <laughs> <laughs> so, here's how fucking lax Italy is. <laughs> and you'd, look, you'd think that all of the stories that you've heard uh, about the Italians are probably overblown. And then you l- listen to this one, which is, two inmates who escaped from a prison in Rome last week left guards a courtesy note saying they had business to take care of but would be back shortly. <laughs> So, before they escaped, they left a note in their cell explaining they had personal reasons for needing to flee. They were driven by the need to protect their children from a nasty business they'd got themselves into. The inmates specified that only they could make things right, as their wives were also both in jail. (laughs) (laughs) At the end of the signed note, the inmates promised to return in about 15 days once everything was sorted. Right. Let's have... A chat about this. Firstly, they broke out of prison by scaling a wall using a water hose left in a courtyard. If you're a prison, <laughs> the first thing that you do is not leave rope in the yard. You don't leave anything in the yard. The yard should be exactly that. Dirt plus fence. <laughs> no, I've seen so many movies that have a full working gym like Muscle Beach. <laughs> A ser- series of uh, large ladders that seem to just be next to the wall for no apparent reason, just urging yeah. inmates to have a go of it in the big smoke. And basketball courts in such great nick, it puts local Sydney councils to shame. <laughs> so, when these two guys broke out, but they left uh, the equivalent of a gone-to-get-milk-back-later note <laughs> in their cell, the prison has uh, not picked them up. 
<laughs> as a start. So they've honoured the note? <laughs> These guys are at large. This is They're still not back because this was on the 9th of June. Uh, we are r- recording slightly after that. They have This prison is going, shit, hope those guys really do come back in 15 days. So there's not a... There's nation, no manhunt there's no a nation, Not a nationwide manhunt because the Italians are people of their word and they've gone, you know what, let's see how this plays out. We'll see if Devard and Lil come back <laughs> after they deal with whatever their kids have got themselves into. If <laughs> which I assume if you're in prison and your wives are in prison and your kids have got you got themselves into something bad enough that you broke out of prison to help them, fuck me. They must be in way over their heads. I would love if it was super banal and it's like their kid hit another kid at school <laughs> and they just have to like go to school and it's like, what did you do? <laughs> I'm so sorry, Mrs. Ferruja. <laughs> it's actually the plot of The Slap yeah. by Krista Silkus. Have to go and just talk down some other parents. <laughs> <laughs> That's mental. Yeah, I. What, are they violent criminals? Does uh, it say no? They're serving sentences until 2029 for non-violent crimes, including fraud and receiving stolen goods. Well, so they're white-collar criminals. They which left is a, probably why the f- hose was left there. Yes, like minimum security prison. Or uh, I climbed th- the wall. How tall is this wall? <laughs> How long's the hose si- got to be? Six and a half feet. <laughs> I have a deep-seated conspiracy theory about prisons, which is that uh, they are a mini-economy where the guards can all be bought. And so if, I'd a, agree. if a hose is being left there in a white-collar minimum security prison, I feel like that hose has been left there deliberately and these guys have been very much given the old, at 11.45pm, all the guards will be going to play poker yeah. and the security cameras will be turned off. <laughs> If anyone were to try and escape, that would be their window. <laughs> I wonder if a, a guard that they bought off was actually like really disappointed when he found out they were gone. He was like, oh, come on. You told me you were going to hang yourself. Where's the trust? <laughs> but I want to follow this up. If these guys come back within 15 days. How great would that be? But, but what do you do? Do you rock up at the door or do you climb back? <laughs> you grab the hose, climb back into the yard, and everybody's there in an Italian prison, I assume, having an espresso, <laughs> chain smoking, <laughs> watching you climb back over. <laughs> ah, buongiorno, <laughs> David. <laughs> oh, how good. All right, what else you got? All right, I just want to tell the kids that are listening right now, throw away your ketamine, <laughs> stop licking those asses, because I want you to listen to this headline. Spanish porn star held after man dies in toad venom ritual. <laughs> Ketamine, ass eating, throw it out the door. It's passe. It is done. <laughs> What's kid- in? Toad venom rituals <laughs> with porn stars. <laughs> the new craze sweeping the youth by storm. Toading. <laughs> Oh, God. So it's a porn star has been arrested on man's laughter charges. <laughs> Following a man's death in a mystic ritual in which he inhaled psychedelic toad venom. <laughs> so this porn star, I'm going to say his name because there are going to be dudes who hear this and be like, oh, I know that guy, Nacho Vidal. I know him. You know him. Yeah. Porn star of the past and of the present. 
probably not future. <laughs> also, the, he, uh, the all he's fucked is himself. <laughs> so talk me through this. What? How does the toad venom? Uh, how does this work? What is this ritual? Right. So it's a rare species. It's native to the Sonoran Desert. <laughs> <laughs> in Mexico, it secretes venom containing a very natural uh, uh, and very powerful psychedelic substance known as, this is like a chemical thing, 5-MeO-DMT. <laughs> Anything with DMT in it has to be like, oh, yikes. But it actually doesn't say what it, at, like the way you get, like, do you lick them? Do you like just... Yeah, like you're checking dust in a dirty room, just like swipe your finger over the top of it and then like put it on your tongue. I don't know. It doesn't actually say, but they reckon that the effects have been compared to ayahuasca, you know, that powerful hallucinogenic yeah, yeah. thing that you have to go and you see your spirit visions. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's the thing where like Homer the, sees the, the coyote. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he's uh, there was an 11-month inquiry uh, they arrested Vidal, one of his li- uh, one of his relatives, and an employee on suspicion of manslaughter and crimes against public health. <laughs> <laughs> Which is me- it's it's mental. I just don't understand why this is. But I love th- this is the final thing in the in the thing is they're just like oh for people who don't know Nacho Vidal, he's a media savvy porn star in his mid forties whose Twitter feed is full of ads for his twenty five centimeter aromatic candles. <laughs> <laughs> of the male genitalia. Of course. <laughs> of course they are. Available in black, white, or cerise. Actually <laughs> says that. <laughs> Just in case you were looking for your dick candles. Oh, shit. As if the kids needed more things to fuck them up. I know. That's, it, there's, there's already enough things going wrong. They certainly do not need to know that you can go and actually suck toad yeah. in order to get high. And it's obviously like this is one of those things where they've gone out on a limb here and they've just gone they've just gone, you know what? Is this safe? And they say, you know what? We're gonna do good by the people. <laughs> We're gonna try it, see what happens. It's like a person who, who opens up a business in an up and coming sort of gentrified area. You are potentially a lamb to the slaughter. <laughs> Shit. Uh, well, I mean, amazingly, my second one does follow in the footsteps uh, of <laughs> your drug and animal-related train wreck. Weird. Uh, the headline is, Coast Guard Free Sea Turtle Trapped in Floating Cocaine Bales. <laughs> bales? <laughs> like hay bales? You need to see these bricks of coke. <laughs> that Holy... Are, well, that, that's what I thought they were called, like bricks of coke. Hearing them referred to as bales is super weird. No, that's what they call them. When wow. Like, that's the actual term? That's, that's We've just been using the street term for years. Brick. Brick. I think I think a bale is made up of a number of bricks. Right. That are strapped together. Anyway, the picture of this thing is a sea turtle that has, wound, uh, has ended up uh, being knotted in all of this string. So, it must be... That's sad. It must be a hundred... Uh, floating cocaine parcels that are all tied together with string. A turtle has, uh, on his day-to-day journey, just emerged in the middle of it, has uh, managed to get a string wrapped around his middle, so has uh, instead just decided, you know what, I'll just bring these fuckers with me. (laughs) And the Coast Guard, (laughs) all of a sudden, because they they just find cocaine off the coast of the US all the time. Yeah. Um, (laughs) 
<laughs> they just see this slow moving <laughs> massive armada of cocaine <laughs> just sl- slowly making its way out to sea and remember the <laughs> the meth squirrel <laughs> percy <laughs> Percy Do I remember squirrel. Percy the Med Squirrel? Well, I want to introduce you to Leonardo the Coke <laughs> Turtle. <laughs> hey, cowabunga. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, if you think that turtles don't want to get fucked up as well, you got another thing coming. <laughs> because this guy went, wow, this is a huge haul. This will be great for Jonah's bucks. Yeah. <laughs> And started swimming out to sea, and so they are uh, basically the amount that this uh, this turtle was. Uh, so it was twenty six rectangular passage <laughs> packages. Uh, it had a it was eight hundred kilos oh. of cocaine, uh, which was very slow moving, but it was worth one hundred and thirty five mil. Oh. And because they didn't pick up on it straight away. And the the turtle was just like floating with the times and slowly moving away from the coast. It would have been an absolute train wreck if that thing washed up on the beach or (laughs) went back to turtle heaven (laughs) wherever wherever he was taking it. Uh, the the turtle is safe for all of the uh, the people who are worried about Leonardo. Leonardo, he's totally fine. Um, he was cut free of the package, um, but uh, <laughs> arrested on all charges. <laughs> he, he was was also strangely only twenty five bales were recovered. <laughs> <laughs> Is that legit? Uh, yes, correct. <laughs> one of one of the bales was empty, so they had twenty five full bales oh, and one man. that was just a plastic bag. Yeah. So I think that we all know that uh, during the journey, <laughs> old mate did uh, what is the equivalent of about. 27 kilos of coke. <laughs> it's the only plausible explanation. Or the way that I measure coke now, he did five turtles of coke. Yeah, I was about to say that should be the new measurement yeah. of like several bricks. It was like, <laughs> yeah, let me get a turtle. <laughs> I need you to move five turtles. Oh, fuck. Alrighty, that's all we got for train wreck, uh, which means that we're going to move into our uh, our secondary segment for the show. We're going back to the world of online dating in the times of COVID, a.k.a. your favourite segment, I So Horny. (laughs) You've got plenty. I do. Plenty to cover. I do, I do, I do. And the people have provided. These are all user submitted. So the first one... Hold on, before you do that, uh, we forgot to play the train wreck sting. Easy mistake to make. It's highlighted in yellow on our show plan. What am I? Some kind of reading guy? Anyway, it's in there. Fuck all of you. <laughs> Great. Back to ISO Horny. This first one is from Anna Moen. Ah. From Sydney Town. <laughs> and she has sent us this guy's profile uh, from Hinge. Mm. And I want you to explain to me what you see as one of his limited picture options oh it is a picture of uh two it's an x-ray of two knees 
Um, and uh, there's sort of one of them is highlighted uh, more than the other, is uh, glowing. And then as you cast your eyes up, uh, you can see an enormous cock. Yeah. So this guy has put obviously some sort of meme photo of an x-ray where his dick is showing. And underneath, you have a bunch of prompts on these dating apps. It says, I want someone who, and he writes can satisfy my sexual needs. That's satisfy with a D. Oh. Wow. I, reckon, I reckon he's fun at parties. Yeah. And then his next prompt, my simple pleasures, just looking for fun, super clean and protected. Oh. You what? are fucked, sir. Oh, why does that sound like a financial transaction? Yeah. That you is gross. Fuck, you suck, man. Yeah. Man, you are putting the sad in satisfy. <laughs> This next one we've got is from Ronan Hunter. Now, I don't know where this guy is from, but his last picture on his Instagram profile was from Yerong Creek, which is near Wagga. Yep. If you're listening to us in a rural place, fucking good on you. Really appreciate it. <laughs> Great work getting the internet is what Riggs trying to say to you. Exactly. And we don't know how you found us, but please spread the word. Yeah, I also find it we- I'm not having a go with their internet speed. Our internet speed as a country is comical. Slovenia has amazing internet. <laughs> <laughs> Big shout out. Big shout out to, to Slovenia. all Slovenian listeners. Because we suck. All we did was invent Wi-Fi. <laughs> all right, here's one from Ronan Hunter. He sends it in and he says, well, this chick writes, come over if you have a big dick, want to pound something thick, just so long as you're not fucking sick. Oh. Wow. Topical, straight to the point. <laughs> and, and rhyming. And tells you something about her. <laughs> <laughs> she thick with two C's. <laughs> it's also, when you're to the point that we've said this before, if you have anything that you just want to put in your bio that says, cool, well, here's what I'm looking for. That's totally fine. Just don't be the worst. Yeah. Ex- <laughs> put in some effort, lay it out, and who knows? Or you do what this next guy has done and you take a look at the run at the top of the mountain and you go, fuck that, and go completely off piss. <laughs> Unre- not recommended. No, but this guy is... Uh, so this has been sent in by a good friend of the show, Gemma Trotsky. Yes, big fan. This guy's name, I don't know whether it's his real name, but Jacketson, like jacket and son. It's probably the 17th best uh, or most popular Christian name in America. <laughs> <laughs> in 2020. And how is this poetry? Stay at home dad to 14 rare Amazonian eels. I'm not looking for a mum for them, but a teat for them to suckle. Oh, I don't have a limp. One of my legs is the same length as the other and it makes me walk normally. Still own my own set of teeth. I enjoy extremely long canoe trips and spending time with savage geese. I believe the best contents are within, like a fine piñata. I seem to get that warm, it's like sleeping with a furnace. <laughs> Likes a beer, really quite weird too. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> that is the blurb of a human. Like, <laughs> when, when someone goes, honesty is the best policy, and then they proceed to uh, pretty much lay out the weirdest roadmap in history. 
I, someone definitely responded to that and said, you're exactly the type of freaky that I'm looking for. Which is funny because there are a lot of women on dating apps who say stuff like, hope you're weird too, wink emoji. And then this bloke has just gone, I see you're weird. <laughs> I raise you. <laughs> and I raise you. Fucking be a mum to 14 Amazonian eels that I have. Yeah, I think that's actually probably a legal problem. <laughs> I don't think, don't think that that is something fine that you can get a stranger or uh, an acquaintance involved in. Yeah. <laughs> and this final one, this is from someone who didn't actually send it in. I saw it on their story. It's this, this girl, this model that I follow. And she has her email up in her bio for, for work contacts, mm. right? So this, this person, Deepak Yadav, writes in four words. Oh, no. Sex, you help me. <laughs> How did she not fall for that? Yeah, look, uh, ten points for trying. Uh, he's 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 run he's run the full blown uh, kamikaze assault of the castle. Yeah, he's gone he's gone high risk, very very high risk, <laughs> potentially high reward. Uh, I mean. Again, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. <laughs> However, if the way that you're taking those shots is to blindfold yourself and punt the basketball into the crowd, <laughs> you don't have a high rate of success, <laughs> which is exactly what that was. Uh, so on this topic, uh, I just want to give you a, a little insight into the sort of uh, information that anyone in the US has been given at the moment. This is a, <laughs> a full release from the US Department of Health. This is actually the transcript. Please, young people, be careful in these dangerous times. If you choose to have sex, just remember, avoid rim jobs. <laughs> In brackets, oh my God. feces can carry the virus. Close brackets. And kissing with people who you don't live with. Try to limit partners to a close circle. <laughs> <laughs> and skip the a int- close brown circle. <laughs> skip the int- intimacy together if you and your partner aren't feeling well. There's no time like being in an extended public health crisis to experiment with safer sex options. <laughs> so, try to limit partners to a close circle sounds like a... Uh, very pleading request for everybody to stop fucking around. Yeah. <laughs> but they d- directly uh, address avoid rim jobs. I love that. That is incredible. It's insane. You heard it, New York. Get rid of the rim jobs. Get all of the toads. <laughs> That's it. So how do you think the US Department of Health feel about the janitor? Yeah, because... <laughs> We really need to know. We're just two Aussie blokes trying to make a go of it in the big city. Yes. And it turns out that there is a lot of weird people wanting weird sex stuff. Who'd have thunk it? Love it. Out with the ketamine and ass. In with the janitor and toads. (laughs) Be better. Do better. We're going to get through this crisis together. Oh, oh my God. And uh, the, the only other one that I wanted to mention is a a friend of... A friend of mine uh, is is single and uh, she basically... I thought this was me until you said she. No, no. It, it, she she went on a on a Zoom date with a, a bloke when all the restrictions oh, were in. Oh, man. It went really well. Uh, so, really? So she... I'll tell you how well. 
it went so well that she had uh, relations at the end of the call. And I'm like, what? Do you mean that you both just went yourselves on camera? And she's like, yes, it was a very sensual romantic experience. Then, a week later, broke quarantine so that they could see each other and had a week-long sex romp. (laughs) So, (laughs) this, this has been conveyed during lockdown over message to a group thread. And I'm like, ballsy. As a start. Yeah. Uh, Next question. Can you explain exactly what was going through your head as you watched a bloke that you just met jacket on camera? (laughs) (laughs) And did you have, like, on the Zoom thing, a small thumbnail of yourself doing it? Yeah. Because that is terrible camera angles. Like, we talk about boomers, about just the forehead when they're on a a video call. I don't think that you can properly uh, create composition with a laptop that doesn't look like, again, that you have just tilted your screen straight down at your crotch. Oh, it'd be so <laughs> weird. Be- because, well, yeah, what is he doing? Is he doing the dick pack, dick pic angle? Because surely it would look like someone pulling a worm out of the <laughs> dirt. <laughs> it's Here's the thing, though. The only reason that you would do that is because you want to see the other person. So you have to have full vision of your screen. Yeah. But the camera in the laptop is at the top of it. Yes. Here's the only way this can work. You both stand up and jack off (laughs) while looking down at the screen. And so the whole screen is genitals. Oh, my God. Is that what she said? A hundred percent. Oh, my God. How? What universe would that be sexy in? I also this, this that's also a thing that I've never thought about before. Women masturbating standing up is that is that a thing? It is now because I feel like every time you see it portrayed in movies or like the videos that I watch is that you know they're just like on the bed, they're lying down, they're getting used to stuff, and then they go to town. It's not like a standing up type thing. It is now. It's a, now. It's everything that you thought you knew just changed. Wow. Everyone's explosion emoji. <laughs> Everyone's standing up. Because that's the only way you can see the screen. If you tilt it down, then I guess the... On- <laughs> Actually, another possibility is that you tilt the screen down, then like the hunchback of Notre Dame, you just get real low in your chair. <laughs> so you the worst possible angle, every possible roll of fat is just sort of there as you crouch down to compress your body so that you fit inside the screen. Also, did the dude ruin his laptop? <laughs> <laughs> Where is that jizz going? Oh yeah, on the wall? Oh. Is it just going on the floor? Are you giving yourself like are you trying to analyze the trajectory at which? Because it comes out with some velocity, so it, what? It completely goes over the screen. Oh, what, what, what is happening? Hold on, why would you jizz at the camera? Who knows? People are fucking standing up and crouching like fucking... <laughs> it's it's a strange time. Like a player fucking around on Call Call of Duty. Stand up, crouch, stand up, crouch, <laughs> holding your barrel. I think if there's one thing we've learned, it's that uh, you can justifiably rent two men with machetes to come and wank you off with a broom handle. <laughs> so jizzing at your laptop camera is banal yeah, in comparison. It's on the bottom rung. Fuck, but genuinely, if I, if you saw that mere hours after meeting somebody, that would not be a relationship solidifier. No. That would be like both of you shamefully understanding the guilty, guilty horror show that just occurred and saying we'll go our separate ways. This has been not pleasant and unprofessional. (laughs) Have 
they seen each other since? Yeah, they got together for an actual sex fest. No, but I mean after that. I mean, this was a while ago, right? Certainly not. Oh, it was like last week? It was bad in person and they've never seen each other again. Oh, no way. So after... That's what I'm saying. Like, when you accelerate things so that they're like some kind of strange uh, hyperdrive... It's the incubator. Yeah, completely. Yeah. Uh, and you and you jump in and you're like, yeah, fantastic, wow, that uh, I really liked what I saw on the camera. Uh, so uh, let's just shack up for a week. Oh. I guess tried everything, and then at the end of it, they're like, well, that's the whole Kama Sutra. Have a good life. Yeah. <laughs> well, not for me. <laughs> not for me. It's a no from me. I'm going to turn my chair yeah. back around and wait for the next contestant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to keep keep my brown circle close. <laughs> It probably ended because one of them decided it was time to just uh, get on the knees and start the rim jobs. Yeah. The other one's like, how dare you? The Department of Health said specifically <laughs> that this was not on. Better cancel the order of toads then. <laughs> I was fine with the Alabama hot pocket, <laughs> but I will not stand by while you lick my butt. <laughs> oh, well, mate, that seems like a good enough time to... Wrap it up. I say that both literally and figuratively. Yes. Wear rubbers, wear protection. Yep. Be better, do better. Get those jimmies on. So, guys, what we're asking you to do, as always, well, not as always, but as of last week when we had that complete fuck around, but we would love if you could subscribe, rate, and review our podcast via the Apple Podcast app. It helps people to get to know us uh, more, and, you know, we won't get... Reviews that say, why don't these guys have a radio show? Because we'll be on radio, but it's up to you. That'd be great. It'd be awesome if you can do that. Um, and we also, if you want to get in touch with us, please hit us up on Instagram, Gus and Rig at G-U-S-A-N-D-R-I-G, or hit us up on Facebook, Shit Show, all one word. And finally, 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 finally. I thought you were going to miss it. Patreon. Yes. Patreon is up and running. Uh, if you don't know what a Patreon is, join, join the queue. Uh <laughs> So it's basically uh, a way in which our listeners um, can support us. Uh, they have different tiers that are available. We only have one at the moment. But if you do, like, it's a subscription thing. You pay five bucks. It helps support us. You will get exclusive content through that website. If you enter in patreon.com slash Gus and Rig, you will find us. Gee, that, that was heaps too nice. So here's the go, listeners. You know when you go and see a busker at Circular Key and at the end of it, they harass you with a hat and say, put some money in it or your shit? That's it. We're here slaving away, dancing on a unicycle while we're juggling <laughs> knives. Fucking give us some cash. Yeah. And also, while you're at it, drop them jewels. <laughs> Put your Casio watch into the burlap sack. <laughs> well, I think that's about all we've got time for. I've uh, just got to pop over to the obstetricians and fat shame his wife so he gets a taste <laughs> of what it's like. I've got to call a man about a broom handle. <laughs> See you guys. See you guys.